This is Acceptable Vices for May 2nd, 2015. Tonight, we talk about paid mods. Hey everyone, this is Acceptable Vices. I'm your happy host, Victor Frost, from the land of Brizzy. We got Cherba. Hey, Cherba. Hey. Hey, you remember those, like, stick things where you, where you flip them upside down and they kind of go, those Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the ones that Imagine... are supposed to sound like cows and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if your knob made that noise every time you got a lob on. <laughs> <laughs> and from uh, <laughs> and from the land of York, which is newer than the previous, it is Nelson. Hey, Nelson. Hello. So Nelson, uh, Nelson came up with the topic for this month. So Nelson, go. Well, so uh, I believe it was two weeks ago now. Uh, Valve introduced, they, they made an announcement, and they said they would be supporting paid mods. So they have the, the Steam Workshop, and uh, they've actually done a lot of work in the past year or so to uh, add modding support for games and add support for like downloading them and installing them without a bunch of crappy versions. You know, how... Mods are basically the Wild West, like game mods. Mm-hmm. Um, but but Steam is slowly, you know, making it a lot easier to find them and install them and not have them break. Um, and they basically took down some kind of competitor projects like uh, Nexus Mod Manager and and things like that that were uh, that were trying to be the like this is how you install mods on games. Um, but two weeks ago, Steam announced that they will be supporting uh, paying people for mods. And they said, you know, you could maybe have like a, a single fee or you can do a pay what you want thing, depending on, you know, whatever the mod creator wants. Um, but Steam, well, Valve will get, uh, I believe the breakdown was that the mod creator would get. 25%. The game that was being modded uh, would get something around like 40% and then Steam would get the other like 30 some percent. Yeah. So, other 40%. Yeah, looking at a news article, it says that, yeah, the mod creator would get 25% and the remainder would be split uh for the, for example, for Skyrim, it'd be split between Valve and Bethesda according to some sort of, you know, arrangement they've made. Not specific. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, after I suggested this as a topic for the show, uh, <laughs> Valve turned around and said, well, maybe not. Um, well, because of all the backlash from the, the gamers. Yep. Which is stupid. It is dumb. Probably so... Everyone in the world was yelling at them. Like, it is the first time I've ever seen Gabe Newell downvoted on Reddit. Yeah. He was sitting at, like, <laughs> minus 4,000, which is pretty nuts. 
Yeah. So I am I am a crazy pinko socialist. Um, and Churba lives in a in a country with a fifteen dollar minimum wage and free healthcare. Uh, that is actually kind of not true. Oh, but uh, my point is, I'm I'm a I'm a pretty kind of a pinko socialist person, but I am totally fine with people making money on mods. And in fact, I am putting money where my mouth is and just stuffing dollar bills in there. Um, I actually pay for uh, a mod. There is a Patreon for a former SimCity developer who has been making really cool buildings for City Skylines, and I am paying like really? a dollar a dollar per building, like whenever he he makes them, you know. And I can set like a maximum per month. I think I set it at like twenty bucks, just so I don't, you know, bankrupt like yourself make a million with buildings. fake buildings. Yeah, but like. <laughs> A dollar for like a really cool, you know, a few hours work of, you know, put in this new building in in city skylines is pretty cool. So let's let's back up a little bit to the the back where where the where the actual contention began to which was the the outcry quote unquote from the gamerscape about the concept of paid mods what was their what was their principal grief with that that they have to pay for something yes <laughs> was it that was, was that their only was that their only well, grief that some oh, of them some of them were worried that uh previously free mods would become paid mods um which is legitimate concern like you know if if i'm spending my off hours building a crazy giant mod for a game and Valve says, hey, we can make it so that people can pay you really easily. And I'm like, huh, well, maybe if people paid me, I'd put more work into it. Uh, then I could definitely see that happening in some cases. Um, I think what the gaming community uh, didn't really get is that there is a certain amount of mods that people are making because they love the game and they want to make mods for it, right? There is an even greater amount of mods that could be made if you gave people money for them. <laughs> like, if, if, if you're, you know, if I'm Valve and I'm like, hey, you should make a mod for, uh, you know, for City Skylines and uh, spend like 10 hours a week on it. And, oh, but you're not, you know, you're not getting any money or anything. Then, you know, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. But if, it, if they're like, oh, and you can say, you know, set it to, like, pay what you want, and people might give you money for it, that's like, oh, well, you know, my time is valuable, maybe I'll make a mod. Like, it expands the amount of mods you can have. Ah. What I don't think players, uh, the gamers that were griping about this were getting is that, and this is very much the same situation that a lot of uh, webcomic artists who, webcomicking is not their main thing. Mm -hmm. You know they have they, they can't support themselves on their web comics or like YouTube art or like YouTube channel owners stuff like that. This is the same situation that those guys are in. That yes, hey, I like making this creative output, but making this creative output takes time, and whatever time I put into that, I am literally taking away from what I do to make money, or I'm taking away from my free time, which contributes to my sanity. Mm -hmm. 
and they're only getting the side of the oh mods are supposedly the, mods are the sacred thing it's the player to player interaction that makes the game better i would pay i would pay a non insignificant um, sum of and for gaming mods i would say like 5 bucks would be a non insignificant sum of money <laughs> to get a you know a whole bunch of new cars in say like dirt 3 you know what the 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 craziest thing is that this is like if you think about it, paid mods aren't a new thing. Here's no. a few pay here's a few mods that you have probably paid for. Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike. <laughs> Red Orchestra 2, which is a great game. Uh also uh, full of Nazis now. Yeah. Gary's uh, mod. Gary's mod. Gary's mod is still in an actual is it a is it a standalone thing now? Yeah, it's a standalone thing now. Okay. Yeah. Well, I re- it started I off I, as a Half-Life 2 mod. Yeah, it started off as a yeah. mod. I think I actually paid for it when it was still, like, not standalone. Like, they they had it as a free mod, and then they're like, now we're doing this crazy, you know, update, and it's going to be paid. And I paid for it because it was awesome. Yeah. And yeah. then they, you know, keep, kept expanding on that. Like, paid, having modders make money for what they want to do isn't a new thing and it hasn't uh killed gaming like this what this is is it's equivalent of people who of the people who go out there and saying artists shouldn't charge shouldn't charge people for their paintings art is for art's sake it should be spread abound for the masses and those people are idiots much like these gamers are idiots Mm That's why I don't do photography anymore, at least professionally, because turns out yeah. that, oh, yeah, um, you'll get plenty of great exposure. Well, exposure uh, doesn't pay my fucking rent. Um, it's good for a port- It's a good portfolio piece. I can make as Laurie, many portfolio uh, pieces as I want. Lori Penny, the, uh, the writer, um, she had a great line. I think it was her. She may have quoted someone else, uh, but she said, in response to people saying, oh, you know, it's great exposure... She said, uh, you know, people die of exposure. (laughs) (laughs) This is, it's, okay, so let's, let me, I'm going to do my damnedest to play the, uh, the, the devil's advocate here. So let's, as, 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 I'm going to put myself in the shoes of one of those, you know, foam mouthed gamers out there and, and say that, well, okay. Yeah, paid mods could probably do well to push some people into the development, into going into like more serious development. But what it's actually going to do in the bigger term is it's going to co- it's going to make developers spend less time developing their actual game and make what they're do and make the and refocus their monetization strategy into aft into you know, first day, what's effectively first day DLC, but in mod form. That's it is. It is. We already have that. DLC is a paid mod. Expansion packs are a paid mod. <laughs> like companies that want to do that are already doing that. And you know what? As much as I generally dislike uh, paid DLC as a thing, and I, I am sad that the industry went that in that direction. I actually, I'm actually they are okay with day one DLC. Millions of dollars. <laughs> Call of Duty is the most profitable uh, 
piece of media I think that has ever like existed in terms of just raw amount of dollars that they get. Yeah, that's probably pretty fair. I I might be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure its sales numbers, at least the latest one, uh, surpassed like every blockbuster movie, every uh, you know, like a bunch of other stuff. It was crazy. And you know what? That's their whole strategy: is hey, we've got these little DLCs that are like we're adding some mods to the game, and you got to pay a lot of money to get them. Oh look, you can fight zombies in Call of Duty. Yeah, something that's totally like that. a mod. Yeah. If I if I were fourteen, and someone was like, oh, "I'm gonna make a, a mod for this uh, the shooter, and you're gonna be able to fight zombies," I'd be like, "Yeah, that sounds about right." Hmm. I think uh, maybe one of the other issues having is because they were looking at things like day one DLC and things like that, and going, "Oh no, mods are going to go the way of DLC, where they're just going to keep everything back from us." until we give them money and they're going to like take parts out of their mods so that they can sell it separately because these people don't actually know how the industry fucking works or how the game is planned and built so and they also, fear you these things because they have no idea what's going on if well let me just let me just touch on that let me just touch on day one dlc because there are two kinds of day one dlc and here here they are the first one is the mass effect one the, the one that have Mass Effect Day 1 DLC, which is basically a chunk of the game missing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can get it if you pay this. That is the bad kind of DLC. And thankfully, that is not the most common kind of DLC. Horse armor. The, the, the what? Horse armor. Remember? Horse armor. No, I... Oblivion. No, I don't. I don't Horse play Oblivion. Uh, when Oblivion came out, it was one of the first... There was a big kerfuffle because it was one of... The- first uh like massively appealing games with day one dlc and the dlc was armor for your horse and i think it was like five bucks Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's you know what it is it's day one dlc most commonly is used as a vector for developers who because they have to because if you know about the game development process what it is is that they have to set for console games especially they have to send their games out for certification way in advance of release Mm -hmm. so at that point once they send it out for certification the formal development on the game proper stops but it's entirely possible that while while that game is out in development, while that game is out for certification, the game studios don't want just their programmers who they have to keep in case the game comes back and there's a problem with certification just sitting there twiddling their thumbs. So what they do is they have them work on other stuff. And that that other stuff that they make, like horse armor, for instance, is a great way to add to the game as day one DLC. Like, look, here's the game, here's the real game, but here's this other stuff that you can get too. That is mm-hmm. the more common way and the the best way day one DLC can be implemented. And it is, like Nelson said, the re- it is what uh, first party mods are. That's what day one DLC, that's what all DLC is. And that's, I think, well, that's the thing. These people who don't know what the fuck is up with the industry are thinking that basically you've got companies like EA sitting over a game with a razor blade looking for things that they could carve out and sell to you. 
which is the biggest load of fucking nonsense. Actually, no, it's not the biggest load of nonsense I've heard about EA. The, uh, Go on, Nelson. The possible, a possible good thing for paid mods, a lot of game companies don't put effort towards making their games moddable because, you know, it, it costs money and they don't get anything from it, right? So, like, you know, GTA, yeah, some people have hacked in little mods, but it's not, you know, it's not supported. Like, SimCity, you know, 2013 versus SimCity 4, or SimCity 3K, or SimCity 2000. Like, those three games had mod support built in, and they exploded. And the new the new SimCity didn't, and it was kind of, eh. Um, and I think if if there is an avenue for game companies to make money off mods, they're totally gonna make it easier to mod their games. Oh, yeah, it's not sure. that much effort. It's just enough effort that it's not reasonable to do it for free, but it's not that much effort that it's not reasonable to do it, you know, at all. And these big whiny complainy pants, what they're forgetting is that having a proper mod mods channel that allows the possibility of revenue generation opens up not just to you know hey i'm a i'm just a guy who's trying to make some extra pocket change with you know and you know by doing something that's like a my passion to me i love making mods it also opens things up to third party companies mm-hmm. making mods for that would appeal to brand loyalty like just sticking with dirt 3 what if Sega decided, hey, look at that, full mod support for Dirt 3. Oh, cool. We can maybe we can make some liveries that, you know, with Hatsune Miku on them to promote the Hatsune Miku game we're developing. Maybe we can do that. There's lots of Hatsune Miku fans out there that love to put her all over their, you know, Ford Escorts in Dirt <laughs> 3. We can totally do that. It would cost next to nothing. Mm-hmm. And and so here's <laughs> Tell me about your escort in Dirt 3. What have you got on the shirts? <laughs> um, Nothing. I, I mostly stick to the carbon fiber liveries. Here's an interesting situation. So I uh, am part of the Arma 3 or the Arma community Shack Tech. Um, and we use a lot of mods. Arma is a game with a huge modding community. And some of it, mo- I mean, almost all of it is kind of unpaid, like, one-off little things, but there are some gigantic projects. Uh, CBA, Ace, um, the All-In Arma, which is basically backporting all of Arma 1 and 2 uh, weapons and vehicles and maps into Arma 3. Like, there are some huge projects in the Arma universe. Um, And a few months ago, Bohemia Interactive, the developers they started a contest and they're going to give like $500,000 to the best Arma mod. And that is that is yeah. no chump change. That's yeah. something. And so yeah. like, you know, and it's it's kind of a corollary to paid mods. Like, when they announced that, a lot of the large groups were like, oh, let's group together and, you know, make an even bigger mod that is going to be super cool. Um, and like <laughs> indie game developers yeah like the the things that people are doing and the things that people can do if they don't need to worry about like how to pay rent 
uh, is super cool. It's you know what? It's one of the reasons why I'm such a pinko kami you know scum is because like I think if everyone was you know at some level of comfort, there would be an explosion of creativity. Like yeah, a lot of people want to do cool stuff, um, and it costs money to do that. What what paid mods basically open up is the equivalent of okay you have the unpaid modders who are the violin virtuosos sitting in the subway station but they're homeless mm-hmm. you open up paid mods you can give these people apartments and now they can be really like full on dedicating their time into being uh, like a proper violin virtuoso spreading their 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 violining and game modding magic to all the peoples yep it's a good thing mm. I think it's a good thing, and you know what? I think Valve is going to do it. I think they're going to they they're going to three sixty it. They're going to Xbox three sixty it. Um, because there was a backlash, but with all of these things where there's like a gigantic backlash, there will be a counter backlash, right? And so it'll be like announcement backlash, counter backlash, counter counter backlash. Tide goes in, tide comes out. Yeah, and then eventually, whatever the the you know the agent that is that initiated the action, uh, they're going to compile all of those backlashes together, figure out what to do, and then do it. And Valve, as a company, is pretty good about doing the right thing, even when people say, "Oh, what the fuck are you doing?" What? You're making a thing to download <laughs> games? It's got built-in DRM. It's got built-in DRM? That'll never work. <laughs> I think like, really that's maybe not the case because I think that part of this whole this whole paid mods thing is also part of another problem that's been happening with Valve recently, which is that, well, they're basically completely unwilling to police their service in any way anymore. This is That's also true. true. That is that is I mean within potential. like within like the first time I mean one of the examples uh, the wired article I was looking at was giving was that there were that they had to pull down paid mo- that they had to pull down some mods because they were basically plagiarizing other mods. <clears throat> yeah. And it took a long time to actually get that done. So yeah, if it, they have to be able to manage it properly, maybe with like MD5 checksums and stuff. And of course, that's another part of the problem that went down with the whole paid mods thing was basically just dickheads throwing a tantrum and uploading mods are like other people's mods at ridiculous price points, like fucking $50,000 and things like that, or people uploading mods that are basically just things that make the game go, fuck Valve. Fuck Valve every fucking 30 seconds. You know how we could uh, fix all the problems in the gaming community? Take away the keyboards of those people? Don't (laughs) make a, like, biometric verification that you cannot log into Steam until, like, your your 21st birthday. I think that would cut down, like, mm, at least half of the problems. Not all of them. There are a lot of shithead older people in video games, believe me, but about half of them are just these are children that want to be heard. 
by a major corporation. I think the principal problem is that the gaming community, by and large, and this is going to sound so arrogant and so pretentious, but the gaming community, by and large, does not know what's good for them. Team fucking Mm. Fortress fucking 2. Remember what happened? Yep. I don't think they normally put that in the title, even though (laughs) it is the official name. So for for any of our listeners that uh, are not aware of what I am speaking of, uh, Team Fortress 2, or not, not, god damn it, I'm tired, it's, uh, we're doing this show later than we normally do, and so I actually said something wrong. I was actually talking, I was trying to say Tribes 2. That's it. I thought you were just talking about hats. No, although, you know, hats are another whole issue, but so Tribes 2. Uh, was a situation, it was a game that was really good, and there was a few little problems with it, and then the community kept saying, oh, you should do this thing, you should do that thing, and the developers responded, and they did all of the things that the that their fans wanted, and it broke the game. And yep. that is why we cannot yeah. have nice things. So what Valve, I think, needs to do is take in all the criticism, get rid of half of it, implement uh, a lot of like checks or you know balances or some way to uh not have people being dickheads and stealing other people's work and you know uh like police their community in this at least in this you know in the paid things right um and i think if they figure out how to do that and you know, figure out if it's worth it for them to do that. I think they might come back and, you know, actually do paid mods and have some way to make it not explode. Hopefully. I would really like them to be able to do that because, you know what? It's really easy to download mods in Steam. It's like, Mm. Kerbal, Kerbal Mod Manager is the second best, like, mod managing thing I've used in the past 10 years, it's still shitty. It's so much shittier than Steam Workshop. What is? Curse is pretty nice. It's probably Um, not something you have ever used if you haven't played a whole bunch of MMOs. Yeah. But uh, it's basically the gold standard for mostly MMO mods. Like, I use it to get all my secret world mods, and while it's kind of, the free version is kind of annoying because it has ads and things generally mm. it's a pretty good client for downloading mods you like basically the whole list of every mod for the any particular game that's on your list is only ever two clicks away downloading any particular mod is like a one click <laughs> affair so is uninstalling it i uh, i spent i spent about 5 hours uh, designing and writing a, a mod manager for Arma because I was not happy with uh, the current selection. And then I realized how unbelievably crazy building a mod manager is. And I just, I was like, nope, I'm going to use nope. the thing that exists because it works if I don't touch it. This is, here's, <laughs> it's one of those programs where it works perfectly if you don't touch it and don't, like, look at it funny. Just let it do its thing, and it'll update your mods. 
Um, It'll do okay. Yeah. I think you should make a yeah. mod mod for Armor 3 that just makes all of the soldiers into like oh 1960s mods. Yes, with the Vespas, <laughs> with the crazy mirrors. That'd be great. You're just rolling around as the Beatles. <laughs> I like it. I'm going to win that all 500k. The ta- all, all, all the tanks, they're just uh, VW microbuses. Yes. Hey, John, there's a sniper on the ridge. <laughs> you know what? You know what? If any of our listeners are modders, I will pay you. Like five bucks if you make a mod mod for armor for armor three. Yes, seriously. I will also toss in a fiber. I will awesome. also toss in, and I might actually buy arm. I might actually start playing Arma just to play as that, and just infuriate everyone else. Speaking of, uh, <laughs> oh, I've got a I've got a plug. <laughs> I've got a plug. Um, okay, well, while for... you're sorting out that. Uh... Let me sort out that plug. Let me just tell an armor story real story real quick. We were playing, uh, right. I believe it was Armor Two, uh, one of the expansion packs for Armor Two. We were playing that with the part of the Breakfast Club in co-op, and uh, he Joe's going, "Oh, anyone know how to fly a helicopter?" I'm just like, "Oh, yeah, I kind of know how to fly a helicopter." He's like, "Cool," so I'm, you know, jumped in. We've all hopped in, we've taken off, and come over the landing site. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just fucking abandon ship. <laughs> and the next, and like I can just hear Joe and fucking Gray going, Oh, whoop, steady up. Hang on, hang on. No, no, you're tilting. I'm like No, I'm not tilting. <laughs> I'm not even in there. It's like what are you doing? <laughs> I can fly it, I never said I could land. <laughs> <laughs> and they just died in a fireball on the nearest hillside as I died pancaking into the ground because it turns out I also don't know how to parachute. <laughs> so, all right, now so you got a plug. My yeah. plug is a sort of half done mod. It is a YouTube video uh, of someone who created an ATAT. Uh, it's an Imperial Star Wars Imperial at at uh, in Arma Three, and it is glorious, and it works, and the guns work, and they also made a really a small mini version that you can ride around. Okay, I still think the best part of that video is when the A ten like hits the side of yes. an AT AT, yeah. and it just and it like just barrel rolls. <laughs> Like, it doesn't even topple. This thing just fucking flips like a gymnast, man. It's hilarious. It's a a realistic military simulator. It it is the most realistic, and that's why you charge into battle with nothing more than your pistol and your underwear. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Since we're... Since we're doing plugging mods here, I think I'll um I'll plug in a ah uh, oh, geez what is that where is that stupid thing here we go uh, I'm gonna plug in the I'm gonna do a plug for the uh, Dirt Three any track any car mod it's so nice uh, what you can basically do is as it says uh, you can use any car 
on any track in Dirt 3. So, like, you could use a, uh, a modern trailblazing car on a rallycross track. And doing these, um, doing these mods has some interesting effects on the driver AI. Hmm. Um, particularly when you're doing a, when you have a rally track and you set it as a grid start, all the all the AIs are trying to mash through the um, the gate at, all together. <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome, and especially on like the uh, Gymkhana stages, um, if you do something like pick a um, a trophy truck to do Gymkhana in a trophy truck. You're pretty. If you have any amount of driving skill, you're pretty much guaranteed to come in first place with that. Because they have, because they AI just gets so confused. Hmm. It's so great. <laughs> uh, so that's what I'm going to uh, to plug. It's really fun. Very well. I don't have any mods. Cherba, I'm sorry. You don't have any mods to plug. Okay. Nothing that's worth plugging, at least. Like. Most of the time I've been playing Warframe, so there's no mods for that that I know of. Let's see. X Rebirth, you know, however you want it, I guess. Uh, oh, really oh one more thing. Um, I, I'm, I'm linking, I'm putting a link to where, I'll put a link to where I get the Any Car, Any Track mod in the notes, but... There is also another mod in there, which is very fun. It lets you just adjust the grip of the tires, which can lead to some uh, interesting results if you do it wrong. <laughs> I think you misspelled excellent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty fun. Uh, so you should definitely check that out if you play Dirt 3. Um, Dirt Rally is coming out soon. It's already available via early access. I haven't gotten it, Cherba. Have you? Have you gotten it? Nope. I am fucking nope. Uh, after Dirt Showdown. After playing that, I've determined that I am not going to touch any Dirt game until it is out. And I've seen some reviews and gameplay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because Dirt um, Showdown, well, you know, their game. Of anus. Yeah, Dirt Showdown was a was an abortion <laughs> of a game. Dirt Rally, though, they they seem to be going back to their back to the original form. It's all rally in there now, but they've also taken out the flashbacks <clears throat> flashback system. Apparently, oh, hmm. I wonder if they've yeah. taken out Jim Carter because while it's fun, I just yeah. wish it wasn't required to advance because I get kind of yeah. sick of having to do the same. Four fucking spin turns just like eight times in a row just because yeah. fake fucking what Ken Block is beating me by like two points. Yeah, that's annoying. That's just so annoying that that. Uh, and he's only because I whoop his ass fucking, and everything else. Yeah, he's only beating me by two points because the game dictates that he must. It's not because he actually <laughs> has any skill. Because he doesn't exist. No, he does not. No, he does not. They're not making him run the but, course. They're just assigning him an arbitrary number of points. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's there's there's a second mod for you. So, all right. Well, uh, I think that's about it, gentlemen. Unless uh, unless anybody has anything else to add. Uh, not really. Uh, oh, I I have one little thing I could talk about. Um, okay. I played. Uh, the call of the duties today because Steam is doing a, a free weekend, I guess. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. 
it is a Get weird game. It's very, <laughs> it's still very brown, uh, and very like twi- like twitchy, but slower than a real twitch shooter. You know, mm. it's it's not Action Quake Two, um, <laughs> but now there's lasers and a lot of particle effects. They really want to let you know that the the air has particles in it, and they are all over the place. Um, <laughs> oh, there's, there's and I don't know. I don't know if it was just because I was playing like like new people, but I feel like it's. I feel like I might have the gift. I just, I just, no, keep click, I kept um, clicking on their heads and they kept dying, and I don't know what. Because it, it, Nelson, you have to understand. We we grew up playing those Twitch games. Yeah, it, these most of these are like thirteen year olds. Well, I feel like I feel like <laughs> there's maybe more matchmaking, so like it only puts me with like low skill, you know, like rank rank one or whatever. They they have like a ranking system now, right? Mm. And so it, I think I was only playing people that haven't played before. Uh, it was it was okay. a strange experience. I'll probably play it again tomorrow, but I, I don't think I will pay money for it. It was very strange. I have a fucking fun little story related to that. A friend of mine has like a young people, kid who is. Just started to become, just started to come into gaming on the PC. He's just become a teenager, and he has discovered Counter Strike, and oh, he's always talking his shit up all the time. Just like, oh man, yeah, Uncle Chubbs, you're not going to be able to play Counter Strike, man. You don't know Counter Strike. Fucking, you can't play Counter Strike, man. You're old. <laughs> I'm just like, right, one v one scrub. <laughs> <laughs> Suffice it to one say, one, our scrubby little friend did Night not only. do so well. <laughs> he accused me of cheating. I'm just like, kid, the only cheating I've done was playing this game before fucking your dad spunked in your mum. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I was it was like in my second year of college and I was taking a, a, a CIT class. <laughs> no, I was taking a CIT class. So um, and it was just so stupid easy. It was me and like three or four other people in the class that was just looking at what they were teaching and we already knew the entire curriculum. And um, so we were just playing. We were we just were playing video games. I'm like, hey, how about I bring this teeny tiny router I have? And we can just do we can just do a LAN party. Like, oh, what game can we play? I'm like, oh, well, I have a few license keys for Unreal Tournament 2004. We can just all play that. And they're like, oh, cool. What kind of game? Oh, it's like a first person shooter. It's multiplayer. Oh, it's like Counter Strike. Like, yeah, sort of. Yeah, sure. It's like Counter Strike. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, let's let's say that. So, you know, for those of you who have not played uh, Unreal Tournament 2K4, Counter Strike maybe maybe like a a decent decently fast shooter but unreal tournament it's a fast you can you can get moving pretty quick and you can blow shit up really good in that game i have um, the i have the like one of the theme songs stuck in my head now like yeah, the pump up music yeah we uh and we were so we were playing those we were playing that and uh, you know getting it all set up and 
you know, all that stuff. And we started playing and they're I'm like, um, have, have you guys played this game before? Like, no, no, but we play lots of first person shooters. They were friends. I'm like, okay, well, how about you guys be on one team and I'll just be on the other one. I'll be on the other because there's three players and, you know, team games are fun. Mm-hmm. Right. They're like, yeah. And I just destroyed them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 3v1 me scrub. Oh, yeah. In my bookshelf. Old school. Uh, old school. Um, if, you're ever, if you're ever at PAX and you're around the PC area when it is time to close up, you will probably see all at least half of the PC enforcers sitting on the first row of computers playing UT2K4. Oh, my God. I want to uh, play yes. that game again. I need it to is, rehone my Twitch skills. It is real fun. Oh, I just actually thought of a uh, mod that I should plug and is free. Or it is free. Ooh, yeah, go effect. Bring it. Bring if it, you Jerks. play Titanfall like I did and then stop doing because all of the DLC coming out split the community because they didn't do a yeah. cool like the Payday devs. Yeah. Yeah, well, that that kind of split the community and everything else. There was a lot of terrible matchmaking and things like that. But what has happened recently is that uh, EA and Respawn Entertainment, I think it's Respawn Entertainment, came forward and basically went, yeah, you know what? We kind of fucked up there. So the season pass for all the DLC is now free. Hmm. Nice. So if you have Titanfall, which you can regularly get on sale for very cheap, or if you are thinking about maybe getting it sometime when it is on sale, go to Origin right now and go and get the deal, uh, the season pass for Titanfall on your account. Get it while it's free, and then play some hmm. giant stompy robot parkour game. <laughs> it was really fun for the first like day that I played it, and then it broke. I I uh, never I've never gotten into playing that. It was fun for play maybe the first couple of weeks for me because I had it basically at launch. But mm-hmm. then, as more and more people got to like Generation Ten, which is essentially Prestige Ten. It just became less and less fun because more and more often you would be teamed against a team of like just all generation tens, and everyone else on your team was basically a scrub along with yourself compared to these other people because all of the people on the other team got sick of being stomped by that team and just kept quitting. So it was just an endless cycle of for the newer players getting stomped. And getting mm. stopped in most uh, games. Sad fun. day. Yep. Yep. Alrighty then. I suppose that's it. Uh, cool. Thanks, guys. Good show. And uh, we'll see all you uh, you view all you viewers and listeners next time. Uh, next week on Friday Night Party Line. I'll catch you then. Victor, I'm gonna kick you like square in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna punch your bollocks. Like,